Hello, I'm here in a small town in West Virginia, and I'm doing a documentary on the Baba Troll. Let's ask some locals if they've heard any legends around this monster. Hello, sir. Hello. Uh, yes. Oh, <laughs> that's sir. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Hey, I'm talking to, to you. Uh, Matt, I guess you're wearing a name tag. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, um, uh, the, the, the troll. Um... First, well, first, do I have permission to use your face in a documentary I'm filming? Uh, yes, you do. Okay. Have Have you ever heard of the Baba Troll? Uh, only stories that my grandma have told me to to make sure I went to bed on time. Old Nan. Mm-hmm. She's a sweetheart. Okay, continue. Um. So basically, it's just about a, a, a troll that you know. If you were uh, up past uh, seven thirty in the evening, um, would uh, try to. Steal you away. So we always went to bed at 7 sharp. I was going to say, we better hurry up these interviews because it's 6.45 p.m. I'm getting a little nervous. I know, yeah. I got like a half hour to get home, and that's not going to work. So, Okay, uh, other guy. Hello. Hi. Are you willing to be in my documentary about the Baba Troll? Uh, I don't really care about that, but uh, I know him. <laughs> you, you know? Tell us more. I know the Baba Troll, yeah. Oh, that's just what we call Uncle Jerry when he gets a little too, uh, you know, too imbibes a little too much on Thanksgiving. Gets a little handsy. Yeah, gets a little handsy. <laughs> we got, we gotta tell him to, hey, Baba Troll, just keep it down, keep your hands to yourselves. And <laughs> what's the what's the what's the like reason for Baba Troll? Like I can see Troll, but what's the Baba mm. play into? Uh, well, that's what he mutters when he's really drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get, do an impression of Uncle Jerry drunk on Thanksgiving? Yeah, I got it. here. Here you go. Baba. Baba. And that's pretty much it. He won't say much else. And uh, except, like you said, get, get kind of handsy with anyone. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter <laughs> race, gender, creed. He'll, he'll come at you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, hey, uh, (laughs) that's pretty pretty horrifying. (laughs) Well, you guys want to come with me? I'm filming this documentary. We can go up into the woods. I hear Uncle Jerry lives up on the mountain. We can go visit him and and film it. Uh, You you go on without me. I have enough exposure to to that in my everyday life. All right, come on, come on, Matt. Let's go. Let's go film this documentary. Sure. Hey guys, welcome to our horror movie podcast, The Boo Boys. I'm Chris. That's Matt. Hey. Uh, in the back row, that's Kyle. Kyle, there's seats up front. Come hey. forward. No, I'm good here. Hey, what's everyone? Let's fill in. Come on, <laughs> don't be shy. Let's fill in up front here. No, this is this is good. Okay, well, just make sure you speak up so we can hear you back there. Matt, can you hear him? Yeah, yeah, I think I can hear him. Matt, can you okay. hear me? Mm, no, you just you got a little quieter. Well, I'm sitting in the back. I know, but you projected your voice very well earlier, and now... Yeah, know, well, now this is more true to life. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, uh, every week or two weeks or whenever we feel like it, we watch a horror movie. Matt and I are basically fans, mm-hmm. and Kyle was not, and our goal <laughs> is to make him into a horror movie fan, and we do that by throwing him in the deep end and watching horror movies. So, mm. uh, this week, 
mm-hmm. I got a or well, me and Matt both suggested one, and Kyle picked my movie, and it yeah. was Blair Witch Project. Kyle, yeah, we always like to hear how'd you come to that decision. Yeah, so usually it's just I go off a title because I haven't heard of any of the movies that you've um, told or, or, or put forth for me to choose between. And uh, but obviously I'd heard of Blair Witch Project. That's just kind of a, a seminal uh, kind of movie in in the horror genre and especially in the found footage as i understand it genre um mm-hmm. and so i the the other movie that matt proposed was uh hell house llc is that correct yes okay um and i just wasn't interested in finding out what was out uh, in the hell house llc and <laughs> <laughs> you know it seemed like they probably knew how to get the scares in you know they're a limited liability company they 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 kind of have their ducks in a row so they know their craft yeah yes. exactly so i wasn't looking for a professional and luckily the flip side was the amateur uh horror movie uh makers in uh heather josh and mike and and, and have, have you Blair seen Witch. this have no you seen this so i hadn't heard i know I, I i just from watching the movie i remember their names but uh no so i chose them chose that there's always really. a chance matt how about you have you seen this movie before i have not interesting i watched this movie way back in high school so i don't know whatever 12 13 years ago something like that um, I watched it with my dad. This is back when I was not a horror movie fan. I was terrified during the whole thing. We started watching really late. Like we probably started mm. around midnight, you know, midnight to high schoolers, like oh. 3 a.m. for us now. <laughs> so it was very scary. We got almost to the end. Like I think they just showed up to the house and near the end of the movie. Uh-huh. We'll talk about it when we get there. But um it's like right before the climax very end of the film and we were both like we're pretty tired we were also both pretty scared me and my dad and so we stopped watching we were like oh we'll come back to it tomorrow morning never came back to it so it's nice to finally <laughs> officially finish this film oh okay um and i guess really fast it you know the plot's pretty simple they make it seem like a true story three filmmakers go out in the woods to do a documentary on the blair witch they get lost strange things start happening and uh they all die in the woods. And so that's basically uh, the movie. Kyle, what'd you think of the Blair Witch Project? Uh, it was okay. Mm-hmm. It was okay. I don't, I don't, I don't have much to say. Also, I was thinking a little earlier uh, just about my role in this whole kind of experiment slash uh, mm-hmm. organization. You're kind of like the, the avatar for our audience. Anyone in the audience who doesn't like horror, Kyle's your guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's I am you and you are me and we are one. Um, so I was thinking, you know, I don't have to be all high minded on how, what I think about a movie and I'm going to stop. Tr- I don't know if I was ever trying to do that or like, uh, when I describe something, you know, this horror movie, it was fine. And mm-hmm. it, it, I didn't find it actually particularly scary. I know you usually ask that question. Um, there were some creepy parts and, and all that, but I don't know. It was, uh... Matt, how about you? Um, kind of in the same way. I I thought it was not too bad. I thought it was kind of scary. I mean, especially as it goes on, it definitely gets there. And I'm trying to think if this is kind of like one of those kind of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where it's like kind of the the beginning of its own type of film. Is this kind of like the pinnacle 
like lost. Yeah, there there had been some found footage films, and there had been I think even some like Italian uh, found footage horror films before this, but this mm-hmm. was like the first big um, one to really catch on. It, it definitely sparked mm-hmm. um, a lot of movies, including one we've already watched last season, Paranormal Activity. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, Kyle, how did the two compare to you? Similar, uh, one better than the other? Similar. Uh, I think this one's better um, if we're going to compare the two. And then, mm-hmm. uh, but still, I think falls into the kind of trap of just like not, just a lot of lols. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. That's that's kind of how I, how I see these movies now. Um, but anyway. They're kind of style over substance in a lot of ways. Yeah. So I, I found myself like, I, I know you've maybe mentioned or we talked off the pod at some point about these kinds of, uh, about Blair Witch Project specifically of just kind of like the campaign they set forth that really put people mm-hmm. in the mood. And I and I and without that kind of preamble and anticipatory nature of it all, I like this is something I probably I would definitely would not see back when it came out if I were you know the same age I would have been five or six or whatever then so um wouldn't have seen it anyway (laughs) but uh but say like putting myself back then as I am now you know I probably wouldn't have been like you know like if I bought into all that so yeah, I think it, it loses more than something like Texas Chainsaw or Nightmare on Elm Street, which are obviously older movies, but mm-hmm. still bring something to the table. This one, I feel like really would have helped to see in the moment because they did. They, I mean, they went crazy. And this was before social media was huge. People weren't really on the Internet that much. And so, you know, you have they made a fake documentary that basically examined legends and they they seeded this idea of the Blair Witch is real. They right. created like a fake newspaper clippings and mm-hmm. news stories about these kids missing. They did a fake like missing poster that they spread around. Yeah, that's really good. Um, so it's like all this like so anything you would find online would be tied around um you know these people dying. And even they went as far as like on IMDb on the Blair Witch um page they listed all of the like it was it wasn't the actors it was the characters they were playing and they listed them as like deceased or missing oh. even on imdb dang um so i feel like if you went in thinking it was real uh yeah or even just scarier. unsure even just kind of like right. you know you're like ah they're just probably pranking us but like maybe you're like you know if there's a little bit of a question mark then it, it just definitely changes the dynamic I always wonder, like, would would do you think you would be like, would you believe it was real going in any of us three? Matt, would you be oh. like tricked, I guess, by this movie back in the day if you went to see it? Back in the day? Uh, I mean, probably because it, I I mean, style back then with like, you know, the camcorders and, and everything. And it looks like, you know, like if I were to take like a, a home video back in like the mid 90s, it would look kind of similar you know it it had that similar style it's not kind of like now where everything well i mean even back then i guess where things were on stands and and props and you know it was it felt real and i think Mm -hmm. like another thing is that unlike anything kind of supernatural um it never really showed anything Mm -hmm. that was like too i wouldn't say out of the ordinary but like something that you can you know look and be like okay that's not real like they right. even 
um, I remember this one piece where there's a part in the in the movie where they're saying like, "What is that? What is that?" And originally, it was supposed to have a scene like showing what was supposed to be the Blair Witch, and mm. I think it it was either cut or like they didn't put it in in time or something like that. And like maybe if it had something like that, maybe you'd be like, "Okay, yeah, we never not. saw the Blair Witch." Or the, yeah, the Witch yeah. of Blair. But I think that, that <laughs> the Witch of Blair. Better. I think that made it better though. I think, you know, not knowing mm. is one of those things where it's it's worse than seeing what it actually is. So. Yeah, I mean, you could plausibly say all those you know, if you went into it in a vacuum, you could plausibly say everything you saw was real. There was no moment where uh you know, there's a CGI which flying across <laughs> yeah. the screen or anything. Um, yeah. Do you think some of that, Kyle, was just because it's a, it was so low budget? I mean, this mm-hmm. this movie was made for like a nickel. Like, yeah. do you think do you think they purposely made it like this, or they were kind of forced into it? and It was a lucky break. Uh, a nickel inflation is a hell of a thing. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, no, that's a good point. Uh, that does bring a, a good uh, view of it because, you know, in, in paranormal activity, just as that's what, what I've seen at least is, is like they have, you know, at least a few things like the footprints in the, in the mm. powder, you know, they have like some effects and this one that's like literally nothing. It's all just them losing their minds and then, you know, sticks, rocks, and then figures in the trees and everything. And that's like about all you get um and then until the house uh so yeah i i think that definitely played in plays a plays a factor um and then but i mean i still like i guess it definitely for me it would have been scary if like they showed something but mm. i guess it just depends on how well it was done and if they f- deemed it not feasible to look well like to look good then then i guess that that makes sense it feels like this movie, you know, the last movie we watched, um, Hole in the Ground, has spooky woods as well. Um, and there's that moment we all talk about last episode where, you know, this figure kind of darts behind this tree. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a very creepy moment. And I feel like they could have maybe done something similar where you don't have to show anything really, but just have some like make it a appear like something yeah. hides behind a tree or, you know, I, I'm sometimes split on this because I think a lot of horror movies we talk about spin out in the final third when they do eventually reveal the monster. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, maybe this movie would go from just being not that scary for us to being like bad if they did do that. Um, True. But, you know, were there any scenes, Kyle, that did scare you or what was was there any kind of pseudo scary moments for you in this movie? Um, I think, I think the end for sure, just cause it kind of ramps up with the house and, and just the guy yelling, I think whatever the guy yelled, I was like, oh man, like, like, is he out there or is it like going to be a trap to lure them? And I think maybe ultimately it was. And, um, and then just the handprints on the wall of the house and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was pretty creepy. It was a very creepy house. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very tense in that moment. Uh, how about you, Matt? Any uh, scary scenes jump out for you? Yeah, uh, kind of a connection. So it's at the part where um, I think it's Josh is the one that goes missing. Um, mm-hmm. And they're like looking for him. And they're, I think, in the middle of the night, 
while they're camping, like they start hearing what sounds like him, what sounds like Josh. And then in the morning, there's like a bundle of sticks in front of their camp that's like wrapped with what looks like a little like kind of piece of his clothing and the female protagonist, while the third person, Mike, is not there, she opens it up and inside's like a little bit more wrapped cloth. And I can't tell what it is. It's either like a finger, a tongue, like something from Josh. And mm-hmm. then like the night after that, you still hear Josh again. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, that's not Josh. <laughs> um yeah i think for me for sure the ending still creeps me out specifically the very end where the guy's standing in the corner Mm -hmm. um i find scary still um and and i don't know if i call it scary maybe my favorite part of the movie is that is in the beginning when they're interviewing the townsfolk and everyone has like their own version of the Blair Witch legend. And I think it, it bleeds into the rest of this movie interesting in interesting ways where there is no set lore that they establish. And like basically everything that the t- villagers or townspeople talk about is incorporated into like the things happening to them in terms of, you know, there's the sacrificial rock they find there's um, the, the house where one person talks about a serial killer who lived in the woods who killed boys and would make them go stand in the corner as he was killing them. Mm -hmm. Um, But then obviously there's some sort of witch or something out there. Um, So it's, it's strange. And, and again, I don't know how purposeful it was or if it was just kind of like a lucky coincidence, but I find it scary that even the characters and the audience, we don't really know what anything's capable of or what's true, what's not. Um, right. And so I, I think there could have been more of a payoff with that, but, but I did find the setup interesting um, in those moments. Um, yeah. So I have to say as someone who interviews for a living, uh, uh, Heather is interrupts her subjects oh my a lot. God. <laughs> I noticed that too. Okay. Can we go into this? Like who, yeah, what please. character like are you slash, or wasn't Heather just annoying slash, uh, who is the best ca- character? Um, okay. And, and well, why don't we all, th- I have one in mind. Okay. Um, why don't we in the ca- I'll count us down three, two, one. And then we all say who the best character is. Okay. Okay. Let's all, right, all agree Matt? that they all have their flaws though. Yeah, no, all of them are in, uh, almost <laughs> obnoxious to like an unbelievable level at some point. Yeah, okay. But there is a clear best. Okay. okay. Three, two, one. Mike. Mikey. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. For sure. For yeah. sure. Except he starts he off the really map obnoxious. away, which, okay. I know. Yeah, that was. Bro. That's like almost unforgivable. Yeah. Even it's like if they can't maybe read the map. got out of there. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, oh my it, God. Like, it's, what? it's, who thinks, what? just because, I don't know, man. That's, that's just really, <laughs> I was like, I was all team Mike because Heather was really annoying and Josh was just mm-hmm. kind of like there. And, um, and then, and then he did that and I, I almost like turned all the way against him. <laughs> <laughs> he won you back though. He he's did. the most rational at the yeah, end of the movie. He did. Yeah. Um, but, but in he, the beginning, he's, he's insufferable. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Heather is also a piece of work. Um, not only is her interview skills awful, I also Josh is a terrible cameraman. Like when he's when these people are are talking, he like zooms in super close <laughs> on their face, and it's like let's get some framing going here, Josh. But <laughs> the two of them are insufferable, and and Heather is like death barge into the woods is ridiculous too. It's like day four and she's still filming them and it's a little much. Yeah. Yeah. Your, They're like, put it away. And she's your like, background. did no. you, uh, did you ever comment while you were watching the movie? Be like, uh, oh, maybe, maybe take a few steps back or, you know, maybe, uh, you know, ask different questions. Oh, you Chris know. has a bunch of notes. I know. <laughs> well, just the just the beginning for sure. I thought it was funny, you know, the one rule they always say is like give plenty of space and time because people will say something mm-hmm. that, you know, if you give them the time to do it. So she'd ask like, uh-huh. "Tell me about the Blair Witch." And they'd be like, "Well, the Blair Witch." And they'd stop for like a second and she'd interject be like, "Yeah, the Blair Witch." It's like she, they were about to tell you. Yeah, they're just <laughs> yeah, like, the Blair Witch, what she look like?" <laughs> <laughs> or she'd always be like, "Whoa, really?" really it's like oh my god yeah (laughs) um okay why don't we uh this might be an interesting one then um matt Mm -hmm. when do you bounce oh when do you bounce okay well are are we saying that by bouncing obviously none of us are leaving correct well, let's say first off, we will say you're you're in the role of either Mike or Josh. You're like a crew member on this documentary. Okay. Ooh, do you split up from the the group? Uh, I do not split up. From oh, the group. it's probably guess, smart. That was a trap. Anything... <laughs> Good. <laughs> I would, Always stick together. I read. Mean, sounds like I would kind of just be Mike. I I mean, when do I bounce? Um. Probably bounce when I would first start hearing, like, I guess at that point, Josh has left. And the part when I found it the most scary was when we could hear what sounds like Josh in, like, the distance. And, but I guess I'd, I could try to bounce, but I know that I'd, I wouldn't, I'd die. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right. Kyle, how about you? When you uh, bouncing? Yeah. I, I mean, I want to get something started. I want the audience to say it with me if we had a, you know, an audience, uh, if the audience wants, the listeners want to say it with me is it's a new mantra, right? For any of this stuff, it's, okay. it's, we don't go, right? So just say it with me, <laughs> we don't go, <laughs> um, you know, maybe when we have a live audience get, might be, you know, just to call back to when we did uh, have a, uh, you know, a live audience, whether that was mm-hmm. responsible or not in, the, in these times, but uh, that's neither here nor there. That was pre-COVID, yeah. our live audience. Was it? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> so maybe I don't, know. I don't think anyway. so. <laughs> so you're saying you're not guidelines. even like. Uh, so you're... I just want. I just want. I just want my mantra to be: We don't go. I think for anything. <laughs> so, so wait. So, <laughs> so basically, your future for this question will always be: Just you're never going to show up to anything yeah. for any of these movies. Don't invite me. Just uh, <laughs> leave I, I me out. Like you're trying to represent a certain group of people, and with what you just said, you've like delegitimized all of them but um what are you talking about i i mean as one who's not a horror movie fan yeah you know like would you say that you would get you get scared more often as not a movie fan yeah but you just said that you're not going anywhere yeah so then all the people who okay 
I don't, I don't understand your logic here. I don't know what this line of reasoning is. We're not leaving so the never, house. So you're never going to. Okay. So you're not leaving yeah. the house. I mean, I mean don't worry. Yeah. No one's ever going to leave that house. So you are right. <laughs> That's true. No, I'm saying. Okay. Well, <laughs> we don't I, go I bounce. Fr- out the front door on this adventure. Yeah, I got it. Is oh, what okay. I was saying. Oh, Kyle's yeah. not oh. joining the documentary. Yeah, not, okay. okay. I right. thought you meant the end of the house. I was like, no, I'm saying know. it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. We don't bounce. It's we don't ever get to a situation where we need to bounce. But that's a longer <laughs> okay. mantra, and okay. so I, I shortened it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I I try to bounce. I'm not like Kyle. Okay, I, if I'm. <laughs> Like I'm never, I'm going to step foot outside my house at some point in my life. And so I'm hired on this documentary crew. The stuff in the town is fine. You're in the woods. It's day two and they're lost. That's when I start saying beyond any horror movie stuff, I start saying, okay, guys, we got to figure this out. Like, let's just go back. I know there's some like graveyard we want to go check out. Let's go back. We don't know where we're going. We got to like get a local guide or something here because we're, we're on day two and have no clue where we are. Um, now, I might make it. And my argument is when they go to the graveyard, they find a pile of stones. Mm-hmm. Don't really know what it is. And one of them kicks it over. And that's when all the like bad stuff starts happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could potentially make it out of these haunted woods that are basically impossible to leave once the Blair Witch has you in her sights. I might make it out because I turn around before we get to the graveyard so it's possible uh i feel like it's once you're in the woods you're kind of doomed situation maybe but i don't know that's just how i read it i think we don't necessarily or we assume i guess that you know if they never kicked or if they never disturbed that ground yeah it's hard to know yeah um all we know is Kyle survives, but at the at what cost? <laughs> Friends, family, <laughs> social outings. Yeah. You could have been rich, Kyle. You could have been rich. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know. I hope you find a job from home because how are you no. going to make it, it ends meet? I'll, I'll okay. I'll actually play. I'll actually play. Just just know that that's the mantra moving forward. But I'll okay. play. Okay. Uh, I think it's it's when we find the. I think it might be the rock, like at the at the graveyard site when we find the rocks or the rocks in the tree oh. or when does that happen? You know, like it's like on the ground and then you kick it over and right. it's over. Well, dude. I'm not kicking. You'd be it the over. one to kick it over. <laughs> no, I'm You're not. Clumsy like that. <laughs> Just an oaf. Um, wait, what about when the rocks were in the tree? When did that happen? Was that separate? I think that was after. I think literally all of the like weird stuff showing up was after that that mm-hmm. like grave or whatever got kicked over. Okay. I think as long as the I saw a map, like I wasn't, I'm not, I, I would be like, oh, we could find our way out. Um, so I'm yeah. not like you, Chris. If it was, if it was all three of us, but, Matt would definitely be the one who throws the map in the river. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and Chris is the obnoxious journalist. And then yeah, and filming everything. I get uh, taken in the middle you, of the night. You get taken first. <laughs> and then you scream the rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I accept one this. One fun thing I noticed uh, I, as I was watching this, I, I don't know if you guys saw the production company was like Haxon Films. Um, mm-hmm. And that like set off a little bell in my head because... And, and I looked it up and confirmed they're named after this 1922 Swedish silent film called Haxen, which uh, translates to the witch, 
And that movie is like a fake documentary. Whoa. Um, So kind of interesting. How about that? Yeah. That is interesting. Um, I was curious. You know, we talked about how this movie was promoted, um, tricking people into thinking it was real. Um, Do you see any way a movie could come out Uh, next year, for example, and like mimic that sort of feeling? There's no way. What would they have to do? I don't know. I'm a pessimist. I don't think they could just with like, I mean, it'd have to be, it'd be a a huge social media like campaign, right? Which where it would be like Twitter Mm -hmm. or Instagram. Um, But I just don't think, I think it's kind of like something you get to do once and that Blair Witch did, you know, and I know Paranormal Activity like then did it too, but it's like, who I don't I don't know I wasn't around when Paranormal Activity or like I wasn't watching those movies when they came out like who believed that or like you know yeah you'd have to be would kids to do kids activity is real. yeah like do, are, are, would kids believe it like I don't know but then there's just going to be so many people online that are just like you idiots like have you not seen mm-hmm. Blair Witch like this like because there's just so many people that love to like ruin stuff so um I'd probably be, be one of them <laughs> how about you Matt any any way you see something like this working in in today's day and age um not really no unless um i don't know there there could be something with there's a documentary that i've seen and i don't know how out there it is it's called missing 411 um Mm -hmm. it's about like all these uh people who go missing in like national forests and like they're it's like a government thing which is also weird and i mean they could do something like that because that has some pretty like accurate ties to things but aside from that i don't i don't really know probably not yeah i i was thinking about this the other night and um I think the only way you could somehow sneak it out would be not to release it as a standard movie, but to almost release it via chunks scattered around different internet things. So you'd like seed it on Twitter where like a user posts a short, you know, 30 second clip of something weird Mm -hmm. and you let that go viral, hopefully. And then you got You'd have to get like other people almost investigating and so it would have to seem so disconnected but all these people investigating the same like potential thing and then when you piece it all together you get some sort of coherent Hmm. you know movie but i just it would be very hard and i do think that the internet's so cynical that right i mean real things like you know Mm -hmm. the pandemic we're in half the people don't believe it so i it would be hard to get that but you could target a certain audience and maybe convince them that something weird is happening Mm -hmm. Um, yeah that's true if you just want to target like people that like believe in conspiracy theories i guess yeah different things but then um that is tough it's just not really yeah I don't know. The closest, I don't think the, I don't know, but it's not like those movies still don't like offer a scare. Like we just watched a host and you know, that I still found kind of creepy, um, scary. Mm -hmm. And so it's not like these, the type of movies don't work. It's just the campaign kind of stuff around it to make it, if you want to make it a hundred percent believable, I don't, I don't really think that that could happen. I don't know. All right. Well, Matt, Kyle, 
I think we've reached uh, the end of our journey here. Okay. So, Kyle. Matt? Yes. Good to see you as always. Good to see you as well. (laughs) Are you doing all right over there? Uh, doing my best. Doing my best. I'll Are get you? you a Coke after this. I'll grab you a Coke after this recording. Thank you. Thank Matt you. the Pepsi man. Well, I only have Coke. Oh. Coke okay. Zero, Matt. You're going to have to put up. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe I don't want anything. And it's also probably flat. I opened it up, took a few sips two days ago, and then couldn't finish it. And so, but you know, don't want to waste it. Yeah. Left the cap off. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I see. I see. But so Kyle. In, in the living room, room temp. Kyle. <laughs> what? Yeah. Don't worry, I have a Coke for you too. Oh. But and yours is fresh. <laughs> yes. Uh, Kyle, after watching the Blair Witch Project, mm-hmm. are you a horror movie fan? No. All right, well, then this podcast continues. Okay, Matt, I think uh, we're getting close here. Uh, we've been hiking for three days, mm-hmm. and this is the house where Uncle Jerry, the Baba Troll, was <laughs> supposed to be. Are you scared, Matt? Are you, you got the camera rolling? I mean, it's almost 7 o'clock, mm-hmm. so I'm pretty scared. Mm-hmm. All right, let me Baba. knock on the door here and see if, if Jerry's home. <laughs> Hello, Baba. Uncle Jerry, have you been drinking? Baba. Baba. Oh, God, he's touching Matt. 